Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody. Welcome to Thursday, Spiritual Matters Thursdays here at the Daily Huddle. I am your host, Dr. Monica Ogando. And I'm so excited that you're here today because we're going to talk practical matters. Spiritual matters sometimes gets confused with non-practical, non-real world applications. And today we're going to be talking about how to actually implement your spirituality in a very practical way with a very special guest. Our lovely Giovanni Gonzalez is here with us. Insert applause, special effects. So let's get started. The Daily Huddle is a growing tribe of passionate people who want to uplift humankind through their work and throughout their communities. We invite you to elevate the way you experience life through rich and inspiring conversations with today's thought leaders. Be prepared to challenge your views about leadership, health, money, spirituality, communication, and relationships. Welcome to The Daily Huddle. Good morning, good morning, good morning. I'm excited to have this conversation with you today. I have poured myself an amazing glass of high-quality H2O in a very fancy glass. This is how we do it, you know, because we're a non-alcoholic household, so we, we drink out of fancy glasses when it's H2O. <laughs> I'm very thankful for all of you being here with us today. And, um, you know, I know that we see Giovanni almost every day here at the Daily Huddle, but I'm going to introduce... I'm going to have him introduce himself. You know, I just want you to think in the back of your mind because I couldn't pull it up. I couldn't figure it out. Imagine that we have a little audio clip of Jay-Z in his song when he says, allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Hope. Okay, that clip. Imagine we had it. And now we're going to introduce Giovanni. <laughs> Giovanni, I know people see you here every day, but tell the people what you do and how you serve the world. Thank you. Good morning. Great to be with you, Monica, and everyone at the Daily Huddle. I love being here. Yeah. And every now and then I get to be a guest and it's, it's, it, is, it is just as exciting and in some degree creates this uh, sense of being nervous. Okay. You know, for some reason, I don't know why, but it does. Um, what, what I do, what I do, the question is what I do a little bit, Monica. Yeah, yeah. Tell us about your professional life. My professional life, uh, so maybe for a little bit over uh, 10 years now, well, for about 12 years, I've been in the industry of leadership development and training, leadership training and management training. And it involves uh, empowering people or training people and new skills to communicate effectively and to actively listen and to create high performing teams around them and to connect people to uh, the structures that elevate organizations in a manner in which people are not resisting it. You know, companies are always changing, things are always changing, structures are always changing. And uh, although we all know that, and although we all say something like, change is always constant, is the only constant. Human beings are very uh, rather um, resistant to that. We resist, human beings resist change all the time. And so uh, in, in, in an organization, change or optimization is critical. Uh, but my humanity or our humanity resists change. So my, you know, my job, and I do this along with Sorrel many times, is to empower people to create high-performing teams 
and to train people on leadership development and communication skills. I love that, especially the communication skills. You know, that's very near and dear to my heart. I've developed some communications frameworks, so I always love talking with you about this because it's, we, we, we get to nerd out. We get to nerd out. And today is no different. Today we are nerding out on a very specific question. How can, and maybe even how does, spirituality empower your business? And I would love to hear your um, answer to that question, Giovanni, or how you grappled with that question. Yeah, how does spirituality empowers my business? And and I, for me, I think that um, that so uh, I heard a long time ago, and I don't know who it was that I heard it from, um, but the last person I heard it was from Tony Robbins. But the initial person I don't remember, and and who said, um, business is the spiritual journey. And, uh, and when I heard that for the first time, it really created for me uh, this uh, context for me to be uh, that really empowered me because um, given, given, how, um, given how difficult it is, if you will, uh, businesses and the constant, re- constant reinvention and constantly leading with, dealing with uh, rejection and constantly strategies don't work as well as I wanted to, or there's expectations, or there is a client that did not have a fulfilled expectation or, um, or my own unfulfilled expectations. There is this roller coaster of emotions that, in, that are in a business um, and how real that is, it was, has been for me when I saw the possibility of seeing it as a spiritual journey as well. Mm-hmm then it brought for me a kind of peace of mind. Like um, I no longer was looking for the right strategy or to achieve the goal, you know, or, or become better or be uh, recognized or, you know, it, it, it no longer became about the usual business games, but it became about my own growth, my own mm-hmm. spiritual growth. Mm. What did I learn from this? How can this be useful? How, why did this happen? Why was it for me? Even though it could have been a big failure. And so, um, so the journey of a business that it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a real challenge for, for most of us uh, became, uh, for me, it became a journey where I'm always constantly growing. It's my, or the spiritual aspect of life. Mm-hmm. And that that became really juicy. My relationships became a lot better at work. My relationship with my clients became a lot better at work. You mm-hmm. know, when one of the things that I've got trained a lot and, and I hear a lot and I train others a lot is to make sure that you work with the clients that really you like and you uh-huh. like what they're up to and you like what they're doing and you like how they treat their employees and you like their mission and you know look for the clients that are already looking for you but they also that you connect with them spiritually mm-hmm. so I, you know i don't have a banner that that asking for people with what is your spiritual inclination no not at all but i can feel it you know it's like oh mm-hmm. i like this this business i like where these people are going and and they can feel it from me and uh and and Merging both worlds has been a real peace of mind for me. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did, did it? Was it always peace of mind though, or was were there, was there a time when you grappled with this seems contradictory? The reason I ask before you answer, the reason I ask is because in my experience, people sometimes grapple with there are certain spiritual principles that aren't practical in the real world. This idea of like in the Bible, for example, turn the other cheek, like, no, I need my check <laughs> and I'm gonna sue you. <laughs> right. Um, or another example of um, always, you know, like being your word and, and being impeccable with your word, as, as Dr. Miguel Zuri is um, popularized in his book, The Four Agreements. And in the business world, that seems naive. It's like, no, get it in writing. Put that, put that in a contract. Sign that piece of paper, right? So was there ever a phase where you felt like imbuing your business with spirituality felt like exercising futility? like naive or innocent or ill-guided. Yeah, one of the things that I love about business is that it's a game without rules and it's a yeah. game with rules. Yeah. There's, an, there's a certain aspects of rules that are inherited and, and, and sometimes um, I, I think a, a lot of people look at businesses um, and they try to model either their best competition or the best companies out there right mm-hmm. and um and so corporate corporations have become kind of a model for people but it's not business it, it's just how they have to grow in in some degree they need to grow but at at a certain point in the journey of a business person we um at least for me i kind of discovered that there's no rules mm-hmm. yes i am i am empowered by certain I use for myself certain aspects of businesses that are critical, like contracts. And thank God in the United States are con- have contracts because in some countries there are no contracts and then mm. it's only the part of the word and most people's word is really weak. Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm. yeah. So, so I, I love contracts and I love the aspect that I can bring a lawyer and I can, you know, be with somebody in a court in a courtroom and just hold people accountable what they said they were going to do. And if they don't have and if we don't have in, that in writing, then um, you know, then the, the case is weak, and all of that aspects is is something that I, my business and people business are empowered by that. Mm-hmm. But for me, um, even though I have that as my toolbox, I I don't lead that way. I do find within my business and my team and with my clients, and we have contracts and we have all of that. I do find a way to speak authentically exactly how I see things mm-hmm. and um, and how I see the business case. And, and I don't, I don't no longer, I really used to like, uh, I really used to only look uh, for a long time. How do I get the sale or how do I grow year <laughs> after year, mm-hmm. you know, and, and this, all these metrics that are important. I no longer, match i don't know i no longer connect to that business case i i really like the spiritual aspect of the business where let me really hear what this business needs let me really discover the fear that the business owner has or this manager has Uh, let me see how the structure of the team is really holding people up from being free to be at work to love work people spend most people spend more time at work than they spend at home. And most work environments are not 
really like uh, include, they're not man mindful of that, that if I could create an environment where people love what they do, they connect to a mission, man, people, people are willing to stay there a lot longer because it's not like that anywhere else. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so, so I use all this kind of principles I'm pointing to, to, to lead my business case. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and when there is a feeling like, oh, this is not right. This doesn't feel right. I, I find a way to say it that way mm -hmm. and, and let people be free <laughs> to choose a, a different direction. I choose a different direction. I create kind of my own rules. Mm -hmm. And thank God, that, uh, you know, there is contracts and there's agreements. Because certainly, certainly there are times when it's, it's not cool what, what people do. That's certainly mm -hmm. true. I love what you're saying here because, you know, as you know, I'm very fond of, of saying audit your assumptions, check yourself before you wreck yourself. And I think we do take for granted that there are rules that we ascribe to the business world that we think are just synonymous with business. And it's not necessarily so. We've made it so. We've assumed it so. So I love, I love what you're sharing here. Now, how do you specifically and personally imbue spirituality into your business and in, in, in the practical things that you've got going on, whether they be projects or events or things like that? Yes. So for about two years now, I have a, uh, in my, with my closest community, mm -hmm. my closest friends, I have a, I have a phrase that I say constantly. Um, and it is uh, everything spiritual at this point, everything. Oh. I say that all the time now, um, and and I mean everything. I mean the rain. I mean the computers. Yeah. I mean everything. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and because there's there is a there is a an aspect or where I have led the opportunity of my business uh, where I connect my my own spiritual journey with our mission statement for a company. Mm -hmm. So our company's mission statement is to create a new paradigm for being human mm -hmm. and the expression of leadership in the world. Mm -hmm. And so that's our mission statement. And we connect with it once a week, the, the, the whole team. Yeah. And from there, well, what project are we going to take on so that our mission statement is being fulfilled? What mm -hmm. projects? How are we addressing the needs that our clients have? Mm -hmm. And so um, one of, as, as a result of that, of that inquiry, one of our business partners, her name is Mariela, uh, she was doing the transition from being a, a news anchor for many years for Univision. And, um, and she was like, you know, I want to continue to empower the community. And we started meeting at 630 in the morning to look for ideas on how to continue to empower the Hispanic community inside of that context, a new paradigm for being human and the expression of leadership in the world. And, uh, and initially we were uh, trying to enroll the CEO of Univision uh, into this possibility. And, and, um, and he didn't turn us down, he, he gave us a new direction. And so we created, uh, as a result of that, we created this event called the Latin American Conference for Transformation. And, uh, and the, way was the way it was evolving, if you will, how it was organically growing. Uh, she was recently, she had, she was moving to Tampa and it, 
the city of Tampa was kind of uh, enrolled in this possibility. So they, so they, uh, they got enrolled and they said, well, we're going to help you out a little bit so that you get, you guys can start it here. Yeah. And so we, we started this conference in, um, in Tampa and we, uh, we reinvented ourselves. We had never done conferences before and, um, neither she had, neither I did. I did workshops, but conferences sure. kind of require a different kind of thinking, strategic yeah. thinking. Mm -hmm. And so that's how in practicality, we, it's sort of connecting one's spirituality, if you will, and connecting one's mission statement and see what shows up, what ideas shows up, and then bring in the business structures. Yeah, because we do have goals mm -hmm. for every month, right? Yeah, sure. We do have things to specifically to achieve. We do look for impeccability with my word inside of what are the promises. However, they are under the context of our mission statement. And we don't say our, our spiritual purpose, but it is our spiritual purpose in many ways. We just don't mm -hmm. say it that way, given that in a business setting, it doesn't quite fit in to say a spiritual purpose, but so that's how we've done it. And now we're, you know, I, I share the daily huddle two weeks ago. I mean, uh, at the beginning of this week, now we're bringing it to Atlanta at the uh, April 22nd and 23rd. Oh, and nice. Really excited about that. In yeah. two weeks, it's going to be here. We have a, a little bit over 200 people now register. Hopefully we can, we can get the place to sell out and, and have a lot of fun in that context. We had a new paradigm for being human. Mm-hmm. What is, what do you expect people to walk away with from that, from that experience? My, our intention is to walk away with a whole entirely point of view, new point of view. Mm -hmm. That's, that's the most intention, you know, telling people what to do, it rarely works, you know, telling right. people the best practices, but it rarely works. Uh, people, um, people have a lot going on in their heads, telling people exactly what works, what doesn't work, usually doesn't work for the people but if we could if we could shake the 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 room enough shake the conversation enough mm. that people disabuse themselves from a fixed point of view mm -hmm. from a fixed way of being and they they allow themselves to take on looking at life looking at their family looking at their business from really an entire different point of view mm -hmm. not a better point of view that i have or less of something not really an entirely different point of view if we can create that then that's that's the magic of the conference yeah yeah that's great and where where can people find out more about it and sign up okay well i'm gonna put it in the chat let me put it in the chat the link is in spanish ah it's so, gonna be conducted uh, in spanish right was that it's gonna be conducted in spanish yeah yes it's gonna be conducted in spanish however we do have a company that brings um, uh, artificial intelligence to translate the wow. yeah what people are going to be saying in, in Spanish and they're going to put it in subtitles as people are speaking. That's, That's super cool. That just happened between this week. I didn't we didn't have that available. Now we do. Wow, that's fantastic. Transform. I'm going to read it. Um, here it is transformaelfuturo.com <laughs> Trans, transformaelfuturo.com I love it. It's, it says transform your, the future in Spanish. This is great. And um, I love 
I love the theme of transforming, transforming the future because, as you know, we live the past, the present, and the future. The past and the future are all in our imagination anyways. Yes, the past happened, but how you interpret it is in your mind. And the future hasn't happened yet. And how you interpret it is also in your mind. The present is the only moment. That's why we say when we say what time is it here in the Daily Huddle, that is why people answer the time is now. Right? Where are you right here? Because the present is the only time that it actually exists. So I love that you're talking about transforming the future because that is your choice point. Depending on your interpretation of it and your intention, your commitments, and how you move thereafter, that is how you transform the future moment by moment. So um, I'm going to open it up for questions for people. I want to share, I want to hear from you. How do you imbue your business with your spirituality? And how do you deliberately, we're going we're gonna to use the theme of the, of the conference, Giovanni. How do you deliberately transform the future? Or does that kind of happen by default with you? Let's talk about it. How do you use spirituality in your business? And how do you transform your future? Who has something? Yes, uh, I got some. Oh, something. All right, let's hear it. All right, so so what I got out of this is, um, uh, and I was looking at, I was listening to Gio talk about, you know, at this point, you know, the statement when you say at this point everything is spiritual, mm -hmm. is spiritual, um, and not really connecting it to a godly um, aspect in a business environment. So with that, are you attributing this like, um, okay, so you prepared, the opportunity will show up, and so you will move with whatever happened, happened. Is that, is that the feeling you're attributing that statement with? Um, Who are you asking? Yeah, um, I combine. I, I really do give myself permission to combine both worlds that I'm pointing to, I'm, mm -hmm. and I'm very playful with it. So I'm really intentional in um, having a, in the business world, for example, having a pipeline. I'm really intentional having a pipeline. I'm really intentional in measuring mm -hmm. how many new calls I'm doing a week. And I do measure it, or I'm really intentional in having a campaign on social media that is giving me new prospects to start a relationship with. So there are aspects of the business that are traditional, um, that are necessary and traditional. I'm really intentional with it. Where I bring spirituality is that I'm not attached to any of it. I'm not attached to make sure that I close this person, you know, or, or any, no, I'm, I am not quite attached, but if I could be attached to something, I want to make sure the pipeline is growing. I want to make sure that I'm measuring it. I want to make sure that I have new conversations a week or a month. Uh, I'm going to make sure that the team is experiencing growth. So how am I measuring it? But the experience of it, it's not how I used to do it. Did you close? Did you not close? What happened? What's mm -hmm. missing? And so there's pressure that if you don't grow, then you're not powerful or something that I don't have anymore. It's more like, well, what did I learn from this? And um, and interestingly, we continue to grow, but there's not an attachment like 
something is wrong yeah it's no longer there mm. i like that answer and and i and you know and it cleared up for me because i was going with it from another perspective but it's really clearing it up with me it's all in the statistic but not in the individual so that's thank you thank you for answering me that that makes a difference for me mm. yeah thank you that's good really good yes we're very intentional very intentional without attachment got it got it totally got it yes cc yes um the spiritual aspect of business on um, from the direction which i understand is god is the one that's given me the ability to provide a service to uh hire employees to do everything so since god has did this for me i ask god to prepare me to be a service prepare my employees to be of service and whatever products that I sell or provide um, do bring customers value and that everybody be safe and nobody gets hurt. And, you know, that's how I use the spirituality to the understanding where I'm at for, you know, God to help me. Cause without God, I would, God would, I would have never had a business. So that's how I perceived what you were talking, what is the subject for today? And I pass. Yeah. 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 That was, thank you, Cece. Uh, I have, um, a while ago, I read the book from Malcolm Gladwell, um, The Outliers. And I really want to recommend that book. It's incredible. That man is a genius. Mm -hmm. And there is an aspect of the book that, that goes into the power of a culture. And cultures have proverbs. Mm. And there is a Russian proverb that, that, says, um, that says, if God does not bring it, the earth will not give it. Mm. That's a Russian proverb. But then there is this Chinese proverb, <laughs> which, is quite, which is quite spiritual as well, as well. It says, in winter, the lazy man freezes to death. Right. Mm -hmm. And 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 they have one that I really love, which is um, it says no one who can rise before done. 360 days a year fails to make his family rich. Mm. Right. So, so, the so I like I like that one. I like the Chinese people's world, you know, mm -hmm. the that surrender to your work, love your work. You know, I love that one. And I. That one really emp empowers me. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, my old mentor used to say, uh, luck comes with dirty overalls at two o'clock in the morning. And so that one, that one empowers me. And that's how I kind of guide my spirituality to think that way. What else can I do here? What one more person can I call? Yeah. What else could I do? And if I'm stressing, if this is overwhelming, if this is not joy, then it's not cool. Then, then, mm -hmm. then I'm going to drop it. Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Good stuff, good stuff. So I, I thank you, um, Giovanni, for bringing us this conversation around bringing spirituality or infusing, I should say, more deliberately and consciously and consistently spirituality in business. Um, because I am a firm believer, to your point about everything is spiritual, 
I'm a firm believer that who we are as spiritual beings is the foundation for everything else that we do in the quote unquote mortal world, <laughs> in our relationships, in our communication, in our fitness, in our business and so forth. Obviously, because I host spiritual matters, right? So I want to thank you for bringing that up. I want you all, this is your homework for today, to go check out transformaelfuturo.com, transformthefuture.com in Spanish. Um, AI is already taking the business world by storm. It'll take all of our parts of our culture by storm. I'm so happy that you brought that in so that people can um, avail themselves of the, of the conference with subtitles. Thank you everybody for being here. At The Daily Huddle, we agree that the best way to kick off the day is to adhere to Patty Dabrowski's seven principles for having a happy body, sexy skin, a laughing spirit, and a rewarding life. Give. Give of your time, your full attention, and of your unique talents. Move. Move your body to keep it feeling energized and alive. Eat mostly plants. Plants are the purest fuel to help you reach your full potential each day. Sleep. Sleep is how the body repairs itself and readies us to give us our best every day. Stress less. According to John Perkins, stress is just a problem without a solution. Choose your solution and dismiss the stress. Laugh, laugh out loud. From your belly to your chest and with your head tossed back, you will fire up your endorphins and bring more energy to everyone around you. Love, most of all love. With your words, your thoughts, your actions, Power them with love and watch the way you experience life elevate to all it can be. We thank you for joining us on The Daily Huddle. We are a growing tribe of passionate professionals seeking to inspire a new generation of leaders. Until next time, go out and share your unique ability to impact the world. See you next time.